Well, I mean, uh, let's now talk rugby because the Springboks, they scored a bonus point, a 49-3 win over Italy to all but qualify for the quarterfinals of the 2019 Rugby World Cup in Japan. And of course, the box ran in seven tries against the Italian side, reduced to 14 men when it comes to the second half because of foul play, that tip tackle there. And of course, it was a dominant performance by South Africa against the team doing their utmost to actually interfere with play. And of course, South Africa, they now play against uh, Canada in their next match which is on Tuesday. Now joining us is none other than uh, Jody Hendricks who works for Aris here and of course is an SABC Sports Rugby Analyst. Jody, good evening and welcome to the Thanks show. Thanks for having me, Lilo. Jody, I see you at the gym all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Secrets out. Yeah, well, welcome to the show, man. I Thanks. mean, the the box, I mean, going into today's match, lo- lots of noise around uh, the allegations, yeah, the sideshows. Uh, yeah, and I mean, um, I mean, they, they they went in though, and they actually did the business against Italy because I mean, there was a bit of worry that should they lose against Italy, then it's all about curtains for them. Yeah, especially if you take into consideration the last time these two teams played against each other, I think 2017, Italy won. Oh yeah. So there was a lot on, at stake for the two teams, but I think you know it was quite obvious the way the Springboks were going to approach the game, forwards were going to dominate. What was it? Six forwards on the bench, only two backs. Yeah. And I think uh, they wanted to bully the Italians up front, but the Italians came with a bit of tactic themselves uh, with the scrums. They had uncontested scrums, I think about an 80% of the game, mm-hmm. That because they knew that's where the Springboks were going to dominate. And what was surprising was that the <laughs> the referee allowed it, first of all. And what stood out for me today was uh, two things about Siakulisi. One, he yeah. played 80 minutes the first time in, I think it's about uh, this year, that he played 80 minutes of Test Rugby. Uh-huh. And the other thing was he immediately went to the, the ref and said, you know, these guys are using bad tactics. And the, the refs told him, well, I can't do anything about it now, but we'll have a look at it later. So his captaincy for me stood out today. But, you know, they didn't get away with it. They still got hammering. Um, just uh, the one, disa- there's a couple of disappointing things in the game that we can touch on a bit later. But I'm sad that the box didn't put 50 past them. Didn't put 50. I mean, they did come close, though. But, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, 49-3, <laughs> not too bad. But, look, you're talking about Sia Kulisa, I mean, him now actually playing, like, the full 80. What did you make of his uh, fitness now? Seeing that, I mean, he's been out for quite a long time. And there was also this whole thing about uh, him being the captain but being substituted. I mean, it's something that was... Yeah, I was critical really, of that as yeah. well. And uh, for me, is your captain starts the game and he must be there at the end uh, to, to give account of what went wrong and what mm. went right. And that didn't happen the past few games. We understand and he had a quite a serious injury and it wasn't uh, given that he was going to go to the World Cup. He was given till the, the, the 11th hour to to show his fitness. He's now showed it again. Um, he played, I think, what, 50, 60 minutes against the All Blacks. He came on as a sub against Namibia. Yeah. And today had a good 80 minutes. So hopefully he can keep it up for the rest of the tournament because we're going to need him. Um, he'll probably get a rest against Canada on Tuesday. But for the play of the quarters and the semis, if we the box gone, we're going to need a fit captain and a, a, a captain that performs. And then, I mean, what really did stand out about the performance of uh, the boxer going into, well, in this match today? Well, first of all, the man of the match, Cheslin Colby. Um, mm-hmm. I made the point on Twitter earlier today that I remember when Anika Mayer was coach a couple of years ago, I asked him about selecting Colby for the Springboks and he said... Um, 
you know, that old mentality of I'll never select a player that weighs 73 kilos and is 1.7 meters long. Yeah. And Cheslin Colby is probably the best rugby player at the World Cup or the best backline player, at uh-huh. least. Uh, he scored two fantastic tries. I think there was a couple of opportunities. He had a, another few good runs where he just couldn't round off. I think Colby did had a good game. Uh, Makazoli and Pimpi on the other wing, he also had a couple of darting runs. Uh-huh. Um, I think the forwards dominated Peter Stepp, the toy, fantastic again. And I think Bongi Manambi has made the number two jerseys. Oh, no. I mean, I think that is actually quite a good thing because the number two jersey, yeah, in the past, uh, it, it belongs to the captain and the captain alone at the time in, in, in John Smith. But now, just uh, looking at, uh, you, you know, talked about a bit about Italy and the tactics that they employed in the match. I mean, just give us a bit more detail and how the box actually managed to uh, circumvent them. Well, first of all, uh, you know, it wasn't sportman like let's say it, it was. They, remember, going into the game, Italy had won both their games, so they won ten points. So the, we spoke about the desperate need for the box to win this game. That's yeah. why, well, if Italy had even got a point out of this game, it could have been meant uh, bad luck for the box because uh, the Namibia and the All Blacks are playing. The All Blacks will probably get five points out of that game, so the number mm-hmm. two spot was really up for grabs. Mm-hmm. But I think, uh, you know, the tactics of Italy, um, the, the, the Springboks did well. I think uh, Sia did a couple of things right. He went to speak to the referee. He knew he was fighting a losing battle. He mm-hmm. called the guys together and said, listen, yeah, this is what's going to happen. Even though we will would have dominated the scrums and the forward play, that's not going to happen now. So let's adjust. And they adjusted really well. So they played the ball wide. The forwards took the ball up. They tried to not have as many scrums as usual. So when there was a penalty or whatever, they would, they would kick out yeah. and have a line to avoid the scrums because they knew that wasn't going to be to their benefit. So I think uh, the the Springboks did well to adapt, and I think uh, that is uh, the. The, the class of a good of a good team is the, how you adapt in the difficult situation because mm-hmm. they were preparing dominate them up front, and uh, all of a sudden things didn't go the way, and they managed to adapt and score seven fantastic tries. Mm. And where do you think though that the box need to maybe uh, tweak a little bit? And shape up a little bit going into their next match against Canada because those the Canadians yeah. are also not really uh, a walkover. There's been a lot of talk, uh, you know, going into the World Cup about the so-called A and B team and how they're being rotated. So I think we'll mm. see wholesale changes come Tuesday. Can't have that a, a national team, and you call that <laughs> that's a B team national team, that's an A team national team. Rassi and national started team it. is a national team. Rassi started it. You remember that first game of the season against um, was it Australia at Alice Park? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he flew the so-called A-team guys to New Zealand and and he said well I'm playing the B so since then the media has been quoting him and you know he he basically (laughs) dug a hole for himself so I think we'll see some wholesale changes Uh, you know also the turnaround time between the two games today is Friday the next game on on Tuesday you don't want to give guys you know wear them out uh, with a playoff still happening mm-hmm. so I think we'll probably see alternate number 10 again I think uh, Spoon Corsi will come in at wing for Colby Colby's also nursing an injury yeah. he injured his ankle um, um, it's going to be interesting to see where they put Damien Willemser um, he only arrived, I think, uh, with the team on Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Um, so, will he start at fullback? Will he be get game time off the bench? Um, and then I think, uh, you know, it's also going to be interesting to see uh, if Malcolm Marks, yeah. he came off the bench today. He, he was the, the, the number one hooker for the most of the season. Now, all of a sudden, like I told you, Bongi made the number two jersey. Mm-hmm. So, do you go with Skulk Brits uh, as a number two or do you go with Malcolm Marks and then did what you did against uh, Namibia and uh, probably play Skulk Brits as a loose forward again? So, there's a couple of options for Rassi. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, Arches Neyman uh, had a fantastic good game today when he came on. I'd like to see him in the starting lineup yeah. on, 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 on Tuesday. So there's a couple of options available. But uh, the the one I was a bit critical against the team when they played against um, Namibia. 
And I said the, they played as individuals. They didn't play as a team. As a team. I and, heard you say that. And yeah. for me, you know, the, that's the kind of things they're going to need to rectify. Play as a team. It's going to be a very loose game because a lot of the Canadian guys are semi-professional. Mm -hmm. So, you know, but if the Springboks can gel as a unit, it will also show Rassi that the so-called second-tier players, they, they can gel and they can put their hand up in case something happens. There, there's still a lot of games to go at the World yeah. Cup, uh, you know, with the, with the qualifiers and so forth. So, you know, these there's this game is an opportunity for them to show the coach that you know we are here if you need us we'll be able to to step up and then just i mean uh, for some people of course it is an elephant in the room the Ebenezer saga looking at the team and the way that they play today do you think that uh, somehow does have a bit of an impact in terms of the unity in the team or is it an is it an, 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 an issue at all? Yeah, well, if I, I listened to Sia yesterday at the media conference and the, one of the Japanese journalists, uh, this is not just a big thing in South Africa, by the way. Uh -huh. The world media is talking about it. And Sia uh, fielded a question from a Japanese journalist about the whole issue. And he said, well, um, we as a team, we're united. Um, we are playing for each other. Even is a core part of that team. He's been Springbok captain. He's probably the best lock in the world. So he's a core part of that team. And Sia basically just said, well, it's up to the South Africa, SA Rugby, to sort it out we are united as a team we are going to play for each other Eben is a core member of this team um, but on the other hand we've seen look, no, I, I listen look, to yeah. that answer that answer does sound quite <laughs> that diplomatic would, uh, that it really the, does I'm, I'm coming to that so that was the PR answer but yeah. we've seen you know that in the past especially where uh, racial issues with South Africa arose that is rugby they weren't very firm, number one. Mm -hmm. And we've seen the impact it had on the team. We, in, you remember in 2003, the Quinton Davids-Kronier incident, yep. where both players were left at home. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we had Kamstaldrat, we had yeah, Andre Markov. So it, it does have an impact on the team. The What I'm positive about, though, in this team is that I think um, Rassi, as they've, they've gathered as a team, mm -hmm. they've got a goal. They want to win the World Cup. And... Um, Unfortunately, they have to deal with this now. And at some point, I, I would have gone with let Esa Rugby call Eben back or let him stay at home, mm -hmm. let him answer. Once it's sorted out, then he can go and join his team. Uh -huh. Now, if, if there's a case against him or whatever, and he's called back and they've got an important quarter or semifinal game, what impact will that have on the team then? I so I think the management of the whole process mm -hmm. was a mistake from Issa Rugby from day one. I wanted to ask you that in terms of should he be called back or omitted from the squad, how much of a, a vacuum will he leave? Will there be a vacuum at all? We are lucky at the moment. Like I said earlier, he's a core member of the team and he's also captain the team. But we are lucky that we've got a Lloyde Jager who, since he got his opportunity against Namibia, has uh, cemented his uh, place in the starting lineup for the so-called A-team. We've got Franco Mostert, mm -hmm. who's a very good lock. We've got Arjes Neyman. And then a guy that I really should even be called back and they need another player, a guy that I thought should have gone to the World Cup in the first place was Marvin Ori from the Lions. Yeah. So that's an option. So I don't think... There will be that big of a vacuum. We're going to miss, you know, a guy with 80 tests. Mm -hmm. You're going to miss that kind of experience in a in a playoff game. But I think there should be enough depth um, should anything happen to Itzabeth. All right. And then, I mean, uh, finally, I mean, with Canada, that match, uh, a, very, a big one as well for the boxer. A, a team or B team or C team? Or mm, we call it the spring box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, they should play as a unit. Mm -hmm. I think... Um, 
New Zealand put 63 past them and I thought, um, you know, the Can- Canadians were lucky to get zero in that game. So I'd like to see a better <laughs> performance by the box. Uh, hopefully, you know, also points difference uh, in, in, in the World Cup can play a role. Um, I think the Springboks did enough today mm-hmm. uh, to secure a place in the second round. Um, New Zealand will probably take the first spot in the team. Um, I can't see Namibia beating them, but the Springboks, you know, I'll be happy if they put 70 past uh, the, the Canadians. I wanted to C50 today that didn't happen mm-hmm. but um, I'm sure Rasi will just take a bonus point uh, victory of, against the Canadians well Jody thank you so much uh, for your time and yeah we'll chat again soon thanks man alright then this is uh, Jody yeah Aras Ria and SABC Sports uh, Analyst to talking rugby the box winning against Italy today they play Canada next in the Rugby World Cup you are listening to Hashtag MSW